0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. Winbet is what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100, win on $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am in Newcastle upon Tyne on the northeast coast of England. Um, today is uh, November the 3rd. What day is it? Thursday. Thursday, November the 3rd. It's my mum's birthday. I've just been down to see her. I shouldn't know that really. Um, and we are here... To have a look over game five of the World Series. Beautifully poised. We make some picks for game five. We're going to throw out some DFS as well later on. Uh, And we've got a three man show tonight because joining us, uh, the headmaster of the MLB Gambling Podcast to audit me and Noah to make sure we're not getting up to anything too silly is the machine himself, the hardest working man in the sports betting entertainment industry. Mr. Moonaf, Manji Moonaf, how are you doing?
1: doing well uh exciting game last night at least for astros fans uh coming off with of the no combined no hitter that was a lot of fun to watch uh but yeah we have it we have a serious malcolm it's the best of three now so uh definitely excited to discuss everything that's happened with you guys
0: and also joining us today mr noah Benick. noah what's happening uh, nothing too much. Uh,
2: just a, a nice little easy no hitter to cover yesterday. wasn't much. Uh, you know, highlights to be tweeting out other than a little bit of Javier strikeouts and then uh, one inning of Astros runs. Other than that, I feel like yeah, Phillies fans were leaving early. Like, what happened? This was this was like glory destiny.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've taught. It's been such a odd series we talked about again the two things the control of the Houston Astros against the roller coaster that was the Philadelphia Phillies and we'd seen everything we'd seen parts of it in the same game um and after game three we said that Houston looked kind of shell-shocked really um Philly attacked them early and often Hit what six home runs I think um they just like didn't know what to expect from Houston Javier comes out last night and was just like a. He was he was like a machine. He was just absolutely focused, locked in, and was absolutely brilliant. I think we did okay with our bets. Um, had the Javier strikeouts so over a five and a half that landed on nine, and my Maverick bet, um, which Moonaf would never have written in that box on the graphic, was the um highest scoring periods to be the first five innings over the over the second half of the game. So that landed as well. So that I, one the four games through. Five runs I know, yeah. Um, so having yeah, I blanked game one, and then I swept the board game two. I blanked game three, and I've swept the board game four. So there's a pattern emerging here. So this one might not be my night. Sounds um, like the Astros in this series. <laughs> exactly right. But yeah, Moon, I haven't spoken to you much this series. So uh, four games in, how have you enjoyed it? And, and what have you felt have been the, the important stuff that's been happening?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been a great series so far. I mean, look, both teams have gone back and forth here offensively. I think, uh, you know, we saw in game one Astros got out to the 5 nothing lead. Verlander coughs it up. Phillies, we talked about this when we were even proving the World Series, guys, is that the Phillies, they had that no-quit attitude. Until that blast out is recorded, they're not going to give up. And I think that was a prime example. In game one, Astros bounced back in game two. Game three, home run derby uh, out there by Lance McCullers. I know there is extensive discussions going on, especially in the Discord. Uh, some great conversations about how... Yeah, there really was. McCullers, we talked about that a lot yesterday. Yeah, was tipping his pitches. And then um, Astros bounced back last night uh, behind Christian Javier. I mean, you guys nailed it with his handicap and how well he came out and pitched for the Astros. And, you know, it was. I think it was tough for him <clears throat> to get pulled um, after not allowing any hits, but he was already at 97 pitches. I think the Astros at that point, and, you know, they understand the bigger goal is to win the world series and not worry about a, just a no hitter. And, you know, they were able to pitch well last night. They got the timely hits. Uh, they took advantage of a basis loaded situation in that fifth inning. And, you know, one run was enough last night. Fortunately uh, for them, they put up five um and they got the victory last night, but it's been back and forth it's almost like you know which team is going to hold serve and and it's going to take advantage of it so i think tonight i think it's going to be the 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 night where i think we when we get into it i think that uh we'll find out which team is going to step up to the plate and take control of these series here because i think tonight is probably going to be the must win uh opportunity for the philadelphia phillies
0: yeah, it's it's it sounds a really obvious thing to say, but it's absolutely right. You, yeah, you are now playing the best of three series like you said. Um yeah, there's just been no pattern really to this uh, to this series at all. So it's been really hard to handicap get a handle, but that's what's made it all the fun, what's, I suppose. What's
2: going on in this chat here? Huh? Hard well, well, bro comes in and he says, I'm just here uh, looking for Noah's expert DFS picks and then Malcolm goes, Noah's out of form. I'm the hot <laughs> hand now. You didn't even win last night. You came I didn't need to win, I beat you. You came up. i just saying, and then you beat me by four points. Uh, you're only, you're,
0: you're, only as good as, you're only as good as your last lineup, Noah, and your uh, last lineup was no, finished below. My, so that, that gives me the
2: and oh. We had the full game under seven and a half that came through. Yeah, Kyle Tucker over one and a half hits runs in our RBA. Yeah,
0: you got that done nice and early, didn't you? Yeah. So that does that I mean we went four and zero oh last night on the show? Yeah, I think it does. Um, so we'll move across to. Uh, Tonight, game five, uh, Houston at Phillies at 8.03, uh, first pitch. Houston minus one thirty six with Justin Verlander. Uh, The Philadelphia Phillies are plus one thirty five behind Noah Syndergaard. And the toll here is a seven and a half. Uh, And we'll bring you in here first, Noah, because uh, your rule number one, um, Justin Verlander, never bet against him, is going. So um, are you sticking with rule number one here?
1: He's on mute. Are you on mute, Noah? I think he's... Uh, oh, no. He's, no. Fixing my, he's fixing his mic.
0: Oh, okay. Um, go on, then, oh, Munaf, you, uh, Yeah. You, oh, hang on. Can you guys hear me? Someone, someone say something. Can you... No. off. <laughs> am I all
1: right? Yeah, yeah now you're good.
2: Yeah, okay. go on, man. You're good now. So, I mean, I had the right setting. Sometimes my computer just flips the microphone off, so apparently it was turned off and my audio was coming through the computer. Um, so, you... Gave the lead analysis to me, Malcolm.
0: I did, yeah. Oh, because okay. we know.
2: I know. I know you're
0: the JV guy. So, all right.
2: I, I appreciate it. So, Justin Verlander one and oh this postseason in three starts, but he has a 7.20 ERA, 19 strikeouts, four walks in 15 innings pitched. In his last start versus Philly, JV was perfect through three innings, and then it all fell apart. Uh, I blame it on Tom Verducci going into the dugout, interviewing Dusty Baker, mentioning the word no hitter. <laughs> and then Verlander falls apart in the next inning. Uh Verlander's final line read five innings, five runs on six hits with five strikeouts and two walks. So the question is, Do we tail or fade the number one MLB betting commandment that I've used all season long? Philly is starting Noah Syndergaard, who is zero and zero in three postseason appearances. Only one of them were starts and he was pulled after one and a third innings, but he has a 169 ERA in 5.1 total innings with four strikeouts and one walk. His lone run given up came on a home run against Orlando Arcia. So tonight, Munaf already mentioned it. I think it's a must-win game for both of these teams, but I think it's must-win for Houston more. Because if you lose this game, you are if you are going to win the series, you have to go to Game 7, where possibly Lance McCullers takes the mound again, or Christian Javier goes on three days rest, or then you go into your pool of depth because they have – plenty of it and you have hunter brown who didn't look great against seattle when he had his chances or luis garcia who didn't look great in uh, some of his postseason appearances i think his latest appearance wasn't amazing give me the astros because justin verlander is the dog in this pitching rotation he needs to pitch like it tonight The Astros team total over four minus 120 is my lock. My other bet tonight is Jeremy Pena's over one and a half hits runs and RBIs because he is the table center table setter for this lineup. I really like how Pena has played all throughout the postseason. The moment has not been too big for him. So those are my two plays for tonight.
0: Yeah, okay. I love that. Uh, again, we found some found some really nice different angles uh, to to find some bets on this World Series. Moonaf, we've missed your expert analysis on this series, so um, fetch us out something stellar uh, for this game tonight.
1: I think the biggest question for me I want to pose to both of you is, is this the biggest game that Justin Verlander is going to pitch in in his career? No.
2: No, it probably already happened. It probably happened in 2017 when he got that chance with the Astros. He okay. really put that pitching staff on his back when he was traded over there. I would I would say it probably happened in 2017, but he didn't pitch well in the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I maybe it might be.
0: Not I think a- the 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 big the big stat is that he's owned 6 in the World Series. Um so He's now getting the seventh attempt at picking up a win. Um, so, yeah, probably is moving off because th- there's n- no way, as, as professional as he is, that is not going to be in the back of his mind. I mean, that's an incredible stat for someone like JV to be to be going up against that 0-6. So he's going to get on the top of that hill. And it won't take much for him to settle down. If he can get through an inning, I think he will settle down. Um, but mean, that, absolutely...
2: It looked like he was going good. Yeah, that four, is. Five. Yeah, they
0: got to him, but um, <clears throat> it's just a yeah. It's a, it's a big deal that 0 six has got to be. Um, it's it's like being handcuffed to a ghost when he stood out on that mountain night. So yeah, it's important.
1: I think the one thing about just <clears throat> Verlander has been, especially I think we've talked about it during the regular season as well. He didn't have a lot of bad starts during the regular season. He did have that one against Seattle. <clears throat> excuse me, during the regular season, but he bounced back nicely after that start. And he tried to take a look at this postseason as well, right? That first uh, meeting against the Mariners in the playoffs where he got roughed up and he got – he was tagged for some runs within those first couple of innings. But then against the Yankees, he bounced back very nicely. Same thing happened against the Phillies, right? I think it was the first or second or third inning where he looked great. He looked side Young, Justin Verlander. Like, he looked like he was going to get his first victory of uh, the, his World Series career. But then he he gave it back, right? And I think that for – for the for, for Justin Verlander here tonight, he's going to have to be in a spot where he's going to have to have that repeat performance that he did against, against the New York Yankees. And I think this is a big game. I think for the Astros, no one nailed it, that, hey, he's going to have to go out and pitch well here tonight. And I think that if he's able to do that, that this being pretty much, I think we can agree, a bullpen game for the Philadelphia Phillies, that if he's going to be out there, because the Astros used up a lot of bullpen guys last night to get that combined no-hitter, I think at minimum Verlander is going to have to go at a minimum six innings here tonight for the Houston Astros, possibly seven to kind of take some pressure off of that back into the boat. But now maybe you put in a guy like Luis Garcia, if he's struggling or or maybe Jose or Katie, somebody like that. But I, I think Verlander here tonight, I think he bounces back on the road. Um, I think he's one of those pitchers that when he has a bad outing, he fixes his mistakes and he comes back and pitches beautifully the next night. So I think that's going to happen tonight for Justin Verlander. So, I like the Astros here tonight as well. I think they take a 3-2 lead coming back to Houston where they have to win one of one of the next two games on their home field to hoist the championship.
0: Um, yeah, well, one of the things about uh, Verlander facing the uh, Mariners, I think that was the eighth time that they'd seen him um, yeah. this season. So, And, and it, that's not been the case with Philly at all. So I think um, Verlander should be able to make the adjustments. Um, and get that done tonight. As far as our th- uh, Syndergaard, we haven't really mentioned. Uh, I, I like Syndergaard. Um, he's not the pitcher he once was. He was kind of up there as a little one in a 1A with De Grom back in the day. Um, had some injury issues. Went to the Angels, ended up at the Phillies. He's he's pitched sparingly so far. Um, was supposed to go in game three before the rain out. He's going to get maybe 40 pitches maximum tonight. Uh, three and in some somewhere thereabouts. Um, yesterday we talked about the bullpens being fresh incredibly fresh well some bullets got fired last night out of that there's a a couple of players I like here Um, I like the over seven and a half Um, Houston have scored five five zero and five the zero was very much the outlier Um, so if they can put up a similar amount of runs uh, that they have done in the other three games. That's going to get us a lot of the way there. Um, and Philly coming off the no-hitter, I think their bats are lifing up again. So I've got the Astros at um, that price of minus one, 136. Um, the over, but there's a little parlay there. Houston uh, to win and over 7.5 is at a price of plus 250. And then also, I found it. Uh, um, I've been finding these bets that would make me enough shake. You said I didn't think you'd be. on. I didn't know he was going to be on the show tonight, Noah. So uh, I'm going to stick another one in. What I, I've got I here is...
2: a little bit of a, a stretch one too that I'm going to mention after you.
0: Okay, we'll come to that. Uh, it's a um, player total base matchup. I've got Jordan Alvarez taking on. Uh, castellanos in a in a head-to-head uh, total basis. Um we're getting Jordan Alvarez at plus money, yeah? Jordan, oh Alvarez, pl- Jordan <laughs> Alvarez plus Jordan Alvarez plus one ten. Um it's a three-way goal we've got the tie in there, that's why Castellanos is plus one ninety and the tie is plus two eighty. Castellanos again he looked like a frog in a blender again last night at the plate. I wasn't really having it. Um so give me Jordan Alvarez plus one ten. Uh, more bases than Castellanos. Rudolph, are you shaking your head there in no. absolute delight at my pick? I'd make an argument for the tie. <laughs> okay, well there you go. Plus <laughs> y- two eighty, you can have for
1: both. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. look, Alvarez hasn't looked very good. I know it's you said total bases, right, Malcolm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know walks, uh, walks don't count uh, towards. Uh, uh, total bases, and I know Castiano hasn't. He's been. I haven't looked at his stats. I haven't got in depth. I know Malcolm has it there, but Jordan hasn't been very good since what the divisional round series.
2: Yeah, yeah. he hasn't hit a home run since the walk off against Seattle.
1: Yeah, so
2: I don't, I I don't he got on early last tight.
0: night, didn't he? I uh, what? Let me see. He didn't hit a home uh, run. No, you know he got on base yeah. early last night. A, though I he think hit he, he hit a
2: double hit. and had an RBI.
0: There you go. Well, that, that's Over. plenty.
2: I I, know. I am I am on your Don Alvarez today, and I actually have in, included him in this. Uh, some of the fans uh, like these same game parlays in the Discord chat, so I have one here. Um, it's a plus three sixty. It's the Houston Astros money line, and it also includes a RBI from Jordan Alvarez in the postseason. With Jordan Alvarez, the Astros are thirteen and zero when Alvarez gets one RBI in the game. I also have Justin Verlander five strikeouts or more. Even in his bad bad start against the Phillies, he had five strikeouts, and in the previous start, he had ten against the Phillies back in uh, the end or the beginning of october and then i have the astros team total over three and a half for this so it's plus 360 for
0: scp so you managed to squeeze alvarez into a silly bit as well i'm, I'm impressed with that our cycles are, uh, are sinking a little bit i think we need to start seeing other people because we've been doing these early shows <laughs> a lot and uh, we're starting to fetch out the same the same silliness um the, the lines that we are giving out come from our uh, headline sponsor at the WinBet. Uh, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is the place to do it. Now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, uh, bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards, right? At your fingertips with win rewards at WinBet. Uh, the WinBet win hour every Thursday from five to 6 p.m. Eastern uh, marquee games of the week will have better odds. Um, on Winbet giving you a larger payout opportunity so all the best promos, odds and payouts happening right now at Winbet sign up today and receive a special offer bet 100, win $100 loads to choose from, head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today offer subject to of change, T's and C's at winbet.com, must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough Winbet is available if you or someone who knows a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Uh, YouTube promo still going on. Get those uh, Lawrence Taylor or Brian Dawkins autographed jerseys. Everybody's Heroes Sports Gambling Podcast um, YouTube channel is where you need to be. YouTube.com slash Sports Gambling Podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Uh, The winner will be announced on Sunday's recap show. And you need to have your notifications on uh, because you'll get one of those if indeed you did win. Um, okay, so the picks are in. Uh, we're going to throw the DFS lineup. Last night, yeah, I finished second. Go Bearcats! Who was in the chat yesterday afternoon uh, when we did the show live? Go Bearcats! Chinned me. Um, I was a little bit unlucky, Chrissy. He captained Christian Javier. I had him in my team, but didn't captain him. That was the key. So I wasn't very far away. Uh, no, I also wasn't terrible, but finished a little we, bit further we down. We also
2: stuck with Ryan Hensley since we gave him out on the podcast. So you had a dead spot in your deal.
0: Yeah, I had a dead spot. I did go out and um, I was going out to drink beer, as I informed everyone on the show yesterday. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I have been as rough as the Badgers' arse all day, and I still don't feel great. So... Um, yeah, I didn't have time to get Hensley out, so um Moon, I feel not you're not you not a DFS player in general or just not a baseball player. Why do you absolve yourself of this part? I am not much
1: of a DFS player. I, I know I, I <clears throat> actually over the past couple of years I more of my betting has gone toward like player props and stuff, which is pretty yeah. much you know DFS, what you're, you're just building a lineup and stuff. So you know, maybe something to get into next season and and um you know, get in with you guys on the DFS. I know I did uh, some with NBA last year uh, when we had the DFS games going uh, nightly with the uh, NBA guys. But uh, yeah, maybe something to add to the portfolio next year.
0: Um, Excellent. Right. Noah, uh, what have you got? Give us your uh, thoughts and lead us off with your Captain.
2: I don't know. I'm high on it now because I, I saw some life out of him. Like Munaf said, it's been a little bit of a rough go this postseason for Jordan Alvarez, but I'm... I'm rostering him as my captain uh, with that RBI double (laughs) last night. Oh, that that sounded like some keys that just fell. Um, I have Jordan Alvarez at 14.7K as my captain. Uh, And like I mentioned, Astros, when they have Jordan Alvarez on the squad, they're 13-0 when he gets one RBI.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to uh, follow your lead from last night. You took Bregman last night. Um, You made a great case for him. And um, he was probably the most important Um, player out there last night apart from Javier sitting with a bat in his hand Bregman uh, did the business for Houston so yeah give me Bregman he looks locked in he was talking a good game when I saw him interviewed afterwards as well Um, so I'll take Bregman at $13,200 my kind of thought on all of this was I've got all bats tonight I didn't want any part of Syndergaard I don't think many people will Um, like we say he's only going to go 40 pitches or so and yeah just You've got to be a little bit contrarian. I think the key to getting a lot of the batting was to leave Verlander out. So um, that'll be that, that was my theory. So, yeah, all bats rain. I'll start with Bregman. Who have you got next, Noah?
2: Yeah, that's my thinking. And just to expand on your statement on Syndergaard, yesterday they dipped into their bullpen too in the fifth inning uh on and they used some of the guys that would immediately support cinder like in the third or the fourth inning they used a, a brogdon and i think baladi came out of the bullpen as well um phillies used some guys yesterday so they're gonna have to go with more of their leverage guys earlier and they don't have the depth to string that along for nine full innings um and as for verlander uh I feel like it's cheaper to assemble a all-batter lineup. How about you, Mel?
0: Yeah, but that's exactly what I did. So, okay. uh, Who, did you, who did, did you follow up with? So, followed
2: up with at 8.4K, Jeremy Pena. Again, I'm high on him today as well. Uh, I am betting that over one and a half hits, runs, and RBIs. And this guy, he has basically had a hit in every postseason game this year. Uh, so, I really like Pena. Like I said, the moment just does not seem too big for the guy.
0: Yeah, I wanted to get um, Alvarez in, but I just couldn't do it. Um, and I wanted, it was kind of a stars and scrubs thing. Uh, I did manage to get Bryce Harper in though at 9,600. Uh, obviously, he's been the main man. Um, didn't, um have you caught him out last night, actually? Have you uh, did a really good job on Bryce Harper last night? So, um, expect Bryce Harper to bounce back and put back to ball tonight. So, I'll take Harper at 9,600. At seven point two k, I'm going to follow that up with Yuli Gurriel. I think I've played him
2: in every game so far, yeah. and he's scored in every game but game two. And really, he's been the second best player this postseason for the Astros, and he's averaging eight point six points, eight point six fantasy points a game. So in this, postseason.
0: yeah. I- I did exactly the same, 7,200 Yuli Gurriel. So you just have to, at that price, he kind of he locks everything together. He's like your keystone, really. Um, and if you leave him out, you, you run the risk of not picking up um, all those points that kind of everybody else is going to. So at that price, it's an absolute no-brainer. So, yeah, um, I'll put Gurriel in as well at number three, Noah. Uh, my third utility
2: player, fourth player on the roster at 6,800. We're going with Mr. Consistency in the 8-hole, and last night he was in the 9-hole, surprisingly, from the Astros. Five points in every game this World Series. Chaz McCormick, has had a hit in Game <laughs> 1, Game 2, Game 3, Game 4, and he's even had a walk in every single game. This dude gets on, or three, three games in one game he scored a run. So that's how he's gotten the five points in every game. He's just been so consistent. So he hasn't done anything to, you know, fulfill the 50-to-1. He hasn't he hasn't knocked in a run with an RBI or a home run. But, I mean, this guy's been there like every game.
0: So, I like. Yeah, you're right. I think we're, we're 50 to 50 to 1's gone. But he's been value for money, actually. Um, I didn't play him again uh, like the same as, reason as last night, kind of the reverse gambling thing. So, I did manage, I had enough money to get uh, Jose Altuve in, though. I'm still just waiting for him to go off. Um, He's looks like it's coming. I think it's going to come at some point. One's going over the fence soon. So maybe Weird tonight enough. is How the night. How do you night.
2: feel about that one as the resident Astros fan? He's, he's kind of been at the forefront of this. LTV is going to do it. LTV is going
1: to do it. <laughs> well, he, he had a pretty good game. Was it game two or three? Where he, I think, I think did he had like three right? hits. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like he's starting to see the ball better at the plate. I think he said it himself that, you know, he's getting a little more comfortable uh, as it's kind of gone on. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. I, he had one great game, but outside of that, in this series, he's gone, what, one for five, over 4, 1 for 5 last night. But I think he could probably get to Syndergaard here tonight, maybe in that 1st half bet.
0: Yeah, there we go. I like that. Uh, Munaf likes athletes that are smaller than him as well, which is why he's a big Jose um, Altuve fan. He likes a five foot two. Uh, I want to say uh, we're one inch apart. i want to look up how tall
1: he is while you guys finish <laughs> up. Did, I, think, did, I think we did. I think He's five six. So he's about Well, you 5'3"? three. Two. I'm five about, I'm five, five on a good day, but officially I'm five four. So he's about with two your,
0: inches taller than me. With your Cuban heels on. Um, so next up, um Brandon Marsh, I feel like he's made it into every lineup for me as well. Six thousand dollars even. Um bits and Bob's player, been doing absolutely everything. What did he do last night? Um one walk and oh yeah, he got he got a steal last night. Uh, we're waiting for the stu- stolen base, so uh, good value for money there. Um, uh, Six thousand dollars, Brandon Marsh for me.
2: Great value for money, and he went one for four with a run scored, and he had a double off of Verlander in Game One. He's averaging over just over eight points per game in the World Series. I love that play as Brandon Marsh. I've adapted the left-handed hitting Philly punt play against the all right-handed pitching Astros staff and I've rostered both of them. So I have Bryson Stott who had two walks against Verlander in game 1. He put up uh five points that or four points that game. Uh I I think it's a great punt play. Like I'm not confident in Bryson Stott to get points, but he had his best game
0: this World Series
2: against Verlander in game 1.
0: Yeah, my, my punt play as well. And I'm. you'd have to tell me if you if he's likely to start or not. I've got um, Edmundo Sosa in at 4,800. Um, possible pivot would be um, Matt Veerlin if he plays, um, or then I'd be having to look to Hensley and maybe change someone around Marsh or someone might have to come out. Uh, but I've got Sosa in at the moment. Um, Yes I did get a few quite a few big bats in Bregman, harbor I'll TV cost me a few quid so I was going cheap so we'll have to see if Sosa plays. Uh, I'm happy to play him if he does um, I'll tell you really this, just it's either
2: Sosa yeah. or Stott. it's one of those two
0: <laughs> yeah if it is I'll, like, yeah, like I like. you I guess I'll have to pivot I'll get starting and go further down maybe find a, find a catcher or someone who's who's coming in so my um, and- f- yeah go on
2: Insano in the chat saying the band's back together. Well, technically that might happen tomorrow as we do the game six preview. Hopefully we have Dylan in here tomorrow.
0: Yeah, poor Dylan. He has to uh, he has to turn the cogs of industry during the day. He can't just lie around like us, talking sport. Um, so hopefully we'll get Dylan back. Um, so yeah, my full lineup was Bregman is the skipper, followed by Harper, Altuve, Guriel, Marsh, and Sousa. No way. Uh, I like your word, skipper, that you used there. I'm going to go
2: with it. Jordan, Air Jordan. Let's see if we can get one today. Jeremy Pena, Yuli Gurriel, Chaz McCormick, Brandon Marsh, Bryson Stott.
0: And I think, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that has got us to the end of the show. Picks made, DFS lineups put out. off, uh, I like to badger you for um for a Thursday night football play when we're doing these live things. What have you got tonight?
1: Texans money line. <laughs> Sorry, if you've been drinking. I thought nice, I was the one, one nice that was full of beer.
2: football game. you got Houston and Philadelphia. What's you, people yeah, that's watch? funny,
1: yeah. It's, it's kind of the talk of the town, obviously, on Twitter as well. Uh, yeah. We have a football game here tonight between the Eagles and the Texans and then <laughs> Astros and uh, uh, Phillies over there in, in Philadelphia. But um, if that number gets outside of see a 14, I, I would entertain the thought of taking the Texans on that spread at plus 14. I know it's a big number. Um, the Texans aren't very good, but I feel like it's a uh, feel like the public is going to be all over uh, the Philadelphia Eagles here tonight, just because looking at their record. Which I mean, look, they're a great team, but I think fourteen is what just too many points. How many Philly
2: Philly parlays are going to be
1: played today? <laughs> oh man, how many Houston Houston parlays are going to be? You could say make that same <laughs> argument as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I I like Texans plus the fourteen if you can find that number.
0: Excellent, Noah. What have you got going on?
2: Uh, behind the scenes, working on a college basketball project, uh, might be doing something tonight with the guys and hopefully it works out. I I can't really say much else because it might not, but, uh, that's what we got today.
0: Okay. I'll direct you to uh, my Breeders' Cup stuff. The article is up on the website. Uh, the podcast is out with Sean and Ryan from the Breeders' Cup. Oh well we've got a we've got a bit of a show favourite for, for for the last couple of years, a horse called Cyber Knife, which is oh, a great I thing. That. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the thing that they use um like on prostate cancers if it's a surgical kind of instrument. Um and I actually last week I was at a job at a party and I was speaking to a bloke who uses a cyber knife. He was a he was a surgeon. Um and then I just started talking at him about this horse and he just slowly kind of reversed away from me like I was a madman. Um, but yeah, I, I heard somebody use it in a sentence last week. Um, nice. But Cyberlife is running on Saturday. It's a big price. It's about 25 to 1. Um, but I think Sean, is one of Sean's favourites. So yeah, um, all the juveniles go tomorrow on Friday. All the two-year-olds go. And then we've got a full card on Saturday. So uh, if you want to play the ponies, go and have a look at sportsgamblingpodcast.com um, or wherever your podcasts are. Um Myself and Ryan and Sean with the Wolf of Oaklawn are in there chatting about that. So, yeah, I'm um, looking forward to the game tonight. It's still um absolutely pivotal game. Uh, good luck with all your bets, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, hard flex and Captain Insano, etc. Um, until then, we'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, Dylan uh, will make an appearance as well. And we will see you down the road. Cheers.